Welcome to Divinity 648. My name is Christina. I'm a high vibrational energy intuitive. This is morning messages for November the 19th. It is 547 in the morning. Um, morning messages started like three and a half hours ago and they're still going. So I figured I would jump on here because this is a good part. Um, I was being shown the various ways that that people are thinking right now, right? I was getting to see, and it doesn't matter what side of the scale you're on because there's some people who who are literally on the left side of the scale that are um, falling under that category of fallen angel flow. Um, and I was trying to understand all that stuff that they were showing me and I got to uh, really ascend uh, to a part that I've not ever experienced before. Um, and my ancestors who were there with me were talking about um, all the things that people do to end up on the right side, left side, and um, explaining a different part of karmic law, like like my lessons are going deeper. Um, so when I was trying to see things from their perspective so I can work with karmic energy on that level, I couldn't help but ask why. And I kept finding myself asking the word, but why? Um, and, and that's not abnormal for me because I've always asked the questions why growing up as a kid, I used to know the shit out of people because I always wanted to know why. Um, and, you know, literally talking with my ancestors, they reminded me of that. They were just like, you know, I want to remind you that you ask why a lot and you ask why a lot because you're learning and you're growing. So when you catch yourself in the physical plane and you keep asking why, 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 um, I want you to just, you know, and then they showed me what I needed to do so I can get the instant why, why, why is without needing to ask individuals why, 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 because half of the time, the people that I'm asking the why, why, why from, they don't even know why they do the shit that they do. Um, and then the best way that they were able to show me um, they brought me to this amazing landscape. It was so beautiful. And it was just all these flowers and, I mean, like, completely breathtaking. And then you could see, like, the water and um, the moon was still out and the sun was out. It was literally, like, they were both out. It was just incredible. And when we went over there to to get closer and stuff, um, he allowed, and I say he because it was a masculine force, he allowed uh, me to see this this woman. I mean, she wasn't really there, but it was like to show me, right? It's like, I don't know how else to describe it. It's like when you, uh, I'll get to that later. So he he brings up this this woman's energy, this silhouette of a woman. And he, he, he puts her into animation and she goes over and she starts cutting these flowers. And then we watch her bring the flowers back home um, to this house and she puts them in a vase. And then everybody walks in and they're like, oh, my God, these flowers. And oh, my God, they're so beautiful. And, you know, everybody was just staring at them. And then he would show me the people who smiled in her face and, 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 you know, appreciated her flowers, 
um, as soon as they left her home, they went online, they were Googling, they were calling people up, they went looking for the fields that she got those flowers from, and then the next thing you know, there was a shit ton of people on different moments at different times, um, on different days, and they would go to this this gorgeous big-ass field, and they would just cut down as many flowers as they could carry, um, bring them home, put them in as many vases as they could, and then share them with even more people and make it look like they're the ones who found this field and look at these beautiful flowers. And then this original woman goes out into the community and all of a sudden she starts seeing her flowers everywhere and she's looking around like, what's going on? Um, and then uh, she goes to some friend's house and she sits down. She's like, oh, those flowers are so beautiful. They look like the ones that I um, cut from my ancestor's garden. And the lady looked at her and she was like, oh, no, so-and-so brought this to me. And then the bells started going off and she was able to connect all the dots. And she approached that one individual and confronted that one individual. And that one individual was like, well, I wanted what you had. I saw how beautiful that was and I loved the way that it made me feel when I went into that room and saw that and I wanted that and I wanted to give that to everybody else. And the lady just shook her head and she was just like, you took those flowers from my ancestor's garden. You you cut flowers that weren't ready to be cut And you shared them with people who are not supposed to be in the presence of those flowers. Because those aren't just any flowers. Those are my ancestors' flowers. Those are flowers grown from my ancestors' energy, from their passing, the uh, rebirth of their decomposed uh, flesh. Um... And then they started talking about the way that they burn things and and they burn things because of the way that their essence affects things. And that's why they started using coffins. And like, like he just, he went into all these different things with me. And he said to me, he's like, you have someone who listens to you and then spreads all your knowledge as if it's their own. And that someone is about to be punished. Because they're spreading ancestral knowledge and ancestral wisdom that is not theirs to claim as their own. And what is given to you can be taken from you. Um, and then when when he was done talking to me about all the other things and, and giving me the clarity on what he was talking about and showing me the faces of the snakes that um, I need to watch for, he... Um, he showed me that woman would go home and those flowers were still alive, still vibrating, still um, affecting the influences of the room that it was in. And then we went over and looked at all the other people and those flowers had already died and they were already in the trash. Um, and, and every time they tried to go and find these flowers and go back and grab these flowers, they could not see the field anymore because the ancestors put, uh, something called a veil, um, something that we call a veil. And it's like this smooth, silky, um, 
you know, you know how like back in the day people would have like those those curtains of beads and they would go in doorways and you couldn't see through them because they were designed of beads. It's almost like that, except it's silk feeling kind of and it's not really there. It's weird. But when you when you uh when you um when you rub your fingers by them the same way that you would the beads, it's it feels like something's there. I don't know how else to explain it. Um, and that was put up all around this field. And my ancestor was like, because people love the way that they feel from being in the presence, we have to protect it because they don't know how to control themselves. They don't know how to control their urges. And and he was just like um, explaining how people see flowers and they're breathtaking and they're beautiful. So they cut them down and they take them places, not realizing that they just destroyed and, and killed that beauty, right? Like you really needed to take that, that life just so you can have it for a short period of time in your home. And then it no longer exists ever again anymore. Whereas if you just went to that field every couple of days, you would be able to enjoy that beauty for an extended period of time because that flower uh, is alive and rooted and connected and is being properly nourished. Um, And he was just like, that's the mentality of the man. That's the mentality of that species of people they you know the human race itself um not necessarily the divine and he he corrected me on some things and he's just like there's four human races four red skin white skin yellow skin black skin four human races i don't care where they're born, what part of the world they walk, there's four human races. People are grabbing areas of the world and calling that their race, their nationality, their place of origin. But the bottom line is there's four human races. That fifth race, that fifth race does not function or vibrate on the the same uh, energy as the four human races. That fifth race, that fifth race comes from sulfuric energy. It's external influences that came here, that grow here, right? It's like, uh, it's like people, we have people, and then we have viruses. We have people, and then we have ailments. We have people, and then we have consequences because we've made man-made stuff that affect our body and create ailments within our body because the man-made things we created are toxic for us even though we use it anyway makes no sense you know it's like yeah sure let me grab this stick of poison and rub it under my armpits it doesn't matter that it could completely fucking destroy my world as it exists i need to be smelling good and clean for society versus me just grabbing towelettes and in certain um other options to contain and constantly maintain my body uh and you know what I mean it's like they started showing me all kinds of stuff like that um and then uh when we went back to the to the garden all those flowers grew back they grew back tenfold they were bigger they were better the ones that got cut from the wrong individual um it was you know it was different but it was it was improved 
And what he said to me it was, everything that they take from you, you get back even better. Every time they try to take from you, we'll give you back better. Um, and then they kept saying how they want to take your light. They want to take your light. And I didn't understand that. And then I spoke to one of, uh, a, one of my clients who's actually a weekly client and, you know, she made a beautiful statement to me and she was just like, you know, I want to be like, like you, I, I want to do what you do. I want to talk to them the way that you talk to them. I want to experience all that. And she said it in her own words, but I could hear her thoughts too, because I was in her energy, of course. Um, and then her sister was in their room, this beautiful woman was in this room and her hair, like beautiful, beautiful soul. And she was elbowing me and she's like, me and you are the same exact uh, type of energy. She's like, we just know what we know because we're connected. Um, and it doesn't happen to every family member. It doesn't happen for every generation. But every now and then, there'll be certain individuals in your bloodline who will just be that chosen one. Um, and that could be what people now are calling the chosen ones. Um, because their mind is not wrapping themselves around the concept that is actually being delivered through the higher vibrational uh, energies from the newer planets that have entered our uh, our um, sight, right? Like we can see it, right? Because there's a lot of shit going on out there that we just can't see. There's planets that pop up that we just can't see or that they just haven't noticed yet. And then they're gone just as fast. And it's like, you know why? Because let me tell you why. Planets can change their rotation. They don't have to be on the set rotation like our planets are in our solar system, in our little galaxy. Um, and I'm calling it little because the things that I've seen make it look like we are literally a grand uh, a grain of uh, sand at a beach. Um, we are fucking tiny compared to everything else in existence. Um, and when I was asking some of my ancestors the other day, and I'm like, how come we can't, how come they, that we don't know about this? Like, how come we can't see all of this yet? And, and they were like, because they would have to do suicide missions just to plant satellites all the way out here. And um, then they would have to do even more suicide missions just to plant satellites even further from out here. Um, and and it's, it's billions of years of research and billions of years of um, technology because the average individual is focused on physicality instead of being focused on intellectual, um, spiritual, and uh, greater good motives, right? It's more about anything you could do, I could do better, or you can't shine that bright without me being able to shine that bright. You know, it's like um, one of my family members, my ancestors, because they're passed, once they pass, they're considered an ancestor. They're considered an elder um, because they're spiritually elder. They passed on before me, which makes them back into the spirit realm, which allows them to be one with their higher self, which makes them an elder because they're no longer down here. They are one with their original form, which is definitely an elder. Um, 
And when I was talking to them, they were just like talking about how um, our souls look like the northern lights, but they go um, up and down. And they were telling me how the the Earth's energy is like the ocean and it goes across, which is why we get hit the way that we get hit by karmic energy. Um, and, and it affects us. And it's, a, you know, all kinds of stuff, all kinds of stuff I got to see. Um, but the main thing was when we went back to the garden and, and we were looking at all those things and I kept asking the whys, um, he just kept reiterating to me uh, of the garden snakes. And he kept pointing to the garden snakes and he kept showing me the garden snakes. And he says, "You are, they won't come to you and tell you what they've done to you. But we are going to make sure that statements are made to you, if not by them, then by immediate people who are familiar with them. So that way you are aware of their true authentic self. And you can see that these aren't harmless garden snakes. These are... Um, these are the type of snakes who come to to uh, almost like energy vampires. They come just to attach themselves like a tick. They stick their head into your uh, aura so that way they can feed off of your energy. Um, so almost like an energetic tick. It does the same thing as a physical one, except it's on an energetic basis. So we went around my entire aura and um, we rehealed some spots that are newly damaged. And then I saw some uh, energetic cords. We all have energetic cords and they're really easy to cut, snip, snip, done. And then I saw that I had some like tree trunk size fucking cords attached to my aura. And these motherfuckers were were literally pulling on my energy. And I'm like, I know exactly who these bitches are. And I know who he is. And I know who he is. And I know who he is. And my ancestor taught me how to remove those trunk, tree trunk size energetic cords that get attached to me. So that way people uh, could do whatever it is that they feel like they feel the need to do. And he says it's no different than uh, a, a company coming in and setting up a dam and then taking all their water. He's like, you had no authority over this land to come in here and build these big things and stop the natural flow of this water. Um, this water needed to flow naturally because of the way that the vibration and the gravity from the water affects the land beneath it, which will shift and, and so on. Like he just started showing me all of the natural um, causes and effects for the freaking things that we do up on the surface. And, and then he started talking to me again about the garden. And he was just like, remember, no matter what they take from you, we'll always put back way better and then he he kept showing me that veil all the way around my garden um and then he basically showed me how that veil is now all around my home all around my children and all around myself um and he was just showing me a new way of protecting our energy and a new way of keeping my energy um cut off from other individuals and he reminded me how I was able to transfer energy to someone all the way out in another state out west and it'd be just as effective as it was here and he he was just saying you you know in other words like I'm not going to 
uh, allow myself to step into the space of others anymore because when I step into your space, we become one. You know, my energy charges your energy, my energy cleanses your energy, you get that high vibrational feeling, I'm able to connect with you, you're able to feel your family members firsthand versus me getting the messages and giving it to you, you know, I'm able to send you that let me hug you, let me hold you type stuff, um, and then keep it moving. People, people, he showed me how people get attached to that feeling the same way people get attached to a certain drug. They like the way that drug makes them feel. So he was just explaining moving forward, you're going to send that energy. You're not going to allow yourself to step into that energy anymore. Because when you step into that energy, they literally like attach that vacuum cleaner hose to you, which looks like a tree trunk. And when you leave their energy, they keep trying to siphon it, whether they're doing it intentionally or not, I don't care. That's what the outcome is. So we went through and we started uh, working with energy on a different level. We, you know, I started learning how to heal with that level of energy and, um, you know, how to use that veil uh, as my protection um, and all kinds of stuff, just all kinds of stuff was coming through. But the the bottom line morning's messages was just like, you know, why? Why do people do the things that they do? Um, because they they really just can't vibrate high enough to see the bigger picture. You know, it's like the person who goes and cuts the rose just so they can gawk at it and smell it in their home for a week or two, whereas they could have gone every opportunity that they had to this field, you know, take a break from the real world of working and being stuck in that hamster wheel flow and just like escaped reality and enjoyed the essence of that garden. You know, it's like you you, you killed something that contributed to the world just so you could have it for a brief moment in time. And now you're going to lose that ability to have that because of your greed. And, and that's what he was showing me on this side. He was like, people are coming after you because they want your essence. They want you a part of their world because you are somewhat of a high vibrational person and you radiate different than other individuals. And when you're angry or when you get upset or when you're offended or when you are challenged unjustly, um, he said, my natural energy just flows out of me. And, and some people will take that as aggression. Some people will be like, whoa, this bitch went from zero to 100 like that. And I'm sitting there still feeling the same way that I feel. But but you can feel my internal energy of hold the fuck up, no the fuck, you did not question me. And that's not because I feel like I'm a higher authority to anyone, because I definitely don't. It's just my energy vibrates a certain kind of way. So when I get triggered, number one, people around me feel that instantly in the room, because my ancestors immediately step into that room. They're feeling my ancestors literally step out of my space and step into that room like you will say no to her again and see what the consequences will be. You know, like you will fix your perspective and you will see this through. Um, and, and it's not, again, it's not because I want to project negative energy to anyone or, um, you know, I really am going zero to a hundred. It's because you are wrongdoing me somehow, some way. You are mis 
you're deceiving me somehow, some way. Um, and my ancestors are not fucking playing these games with people no more. And they literally step into the room immediately. And they've got that that energy of, like that spiritual sage girl says, they, they come through with that energy of, like, I wish a bitch would. Um, and that's why people who are in the room with me when they are trying to wrong me in some kind of way or deceive me in some kind of way, they tend to get that anxious feeling. Um, or you don't even have to be in the same place as me. If you wrong me in some kind of a way, you might get nervous, you might get fidgety, you might get anxious. Um, that's not me. That has nothing to do with me. Um, that's you. That's your karmic energy. That's, that's your actions. You're doing wrong to the wrong type of energy. I am a Heoka empath. I do mirror you. So if I'm triggering somebody, you need to look within yourself on how to improve, not look how to attack me, to take from me, to give to you, because the consequences for trying to steal from a, a, a person of my lineage um, is, is not good. It's like walking into a cemetery and stealing from uh, a shrine or walking into a church. You know, people do that and they're like, oh, nothing's going to happen to me. What's going to happen to me? I'm going to get probation, blah, blah, blah. Um, no, there's spiritual consequences for, for uh, doing wrong to someone or something that is deemed holy, that is deemed essential. And I'm not trying to claim that light for myself. I'm talking in general, like churches and stuff. Um, my ancestors do step into the room and people do feel them. Uh, they showed me an instance where somebody was lying to me, trying to... Uh, manipulate this, you know, like a gaslighter type situation. And I instantly felt that flame go straight up my body. Like, you know, let me stop talking and actually let you dig your fucking grave right now. Like, what shit are you saying to me? And as fast as I sit there, you know, because when somebody says something to me that I know is fucking bullshit, I just sit there and, and start observing. I no longer listen to what they say. I listen to what the energy's saying. Like, why are you saying this to me? What's your fucking motives? You know, like, like, what's the truth? Like, what's going on? Like, I start going behind the scenes. I don't even listen to the bullshit that you're saying. I stop looking at your face. Like, I really start reading into you. Like, okay, you're fucking lying. Let's get deep and see how and why and 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 what you gain to benefit from these fucking lies. Meanwhile, my ancestors, like um, one of them explained to me, they're always attached to me. So the minute I feel something in my my core, they get the the fire alarms go off for them and they're instantly in that room like boom, like what's up? I wish a bitch would. Like I'm here. What's going on? And you know, and and it affects the people in the room with me because they can feel that 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 intensity. They can feel the energy of my ancestor. It's not necessarily you're feeling my energy. You're feeling that shit from from them. And in the best way to explain that, I posted something on uh, Instagram that I saw on YouTube. And it's this woman who's got these snakes uh, in spirit form and like a golden light around her waist and stuff. Um, and they were just like, it's like the Medusa, which is an ancestor. Um and, and the way that she explains it is, again, she's like, I kept getting attacked just like you're getting attacked, but worse because the energies that were attacking me were really powerful, i.e. Cleopatra, Athena, and all the other fucking basic bitches of the kingdom who wanted to fuck the men that she was involved with. Um, and then she's like, you know, 
I was tired of getting attacked. I, I went within, I did my ascension and, you know, they made these stories up, mythologies up saying that I was banished to this cave. And what that really means was that I went within myself and I did my spiritual ascension work. I did my dark night of the soul. And when I came out, people were like, she, she's got snakes around her head and she's turning people into stone. And, and what that really meant was her ancestors are so connected to her that they flow all around her. And that long flowing hair, you know, um, is literally like cat whiskers and stuff or like the tail, uh, an avatar that connects to your ancestor, to the ancestral tree. So um, when my, when what they were showing me was my ancestors come Literally, they're they're all around. It's not just in your head because your your intuition is your gut. So they showed me that the the ancestors that come up from behind me, um, right side would be my ancestral from my father's lineage, and then that would include his mother's and father's and their parents. You know, all of that. And then they said that the energy that comes out of my left side of from behind me, that's from my mother's lineage, you know, her mother, her father, you know, her father's parents, her mother's parents and all of that. Um, and then they said that the the energy that comes up from the the back of me in the middle, but straight up are higher powers, like really high ancestors who are my ancestors as far as like the four human races you know, ancestors that are so elder, ancestors that create the four human races, like like really in tune, really one. Um, and then they said the ones that are at my feet would be um, ancestors that were physically living here in my lifetime that have passed over um, because they would be uh, at, you know, I don't know why, that's just the way that I need to know. Um, and they uh, literally chilled all over the place. And they kept going and going. Um, excuse me. They kept going and going and showing me how I can know um, what part of my lineage is in motion. And and I'll tell you one thing. When people, I, I was at the doctor's office um, talking to a surgeon about having a nodule removed from my thyroid. And, you know, for some reason, these people just want to biopsy, biopsy. And, and I'm not saying that about this doctor. I'm just saying I've talked to too many doctors to know that their first thing is biopsy. And one of the things that my ancestors showed me was do not poke that thing while it's still in you. You wait for it to come out. Because when you poke things that are still in you, you you put a hole in that. And they don't know what they know. They know what they know, but they don't know what they know. Um, and, and things, you know, like when you pop a pimple, plasma comes out, uh, to seal it. Well, you don't know what's going to come out to seal that hole. Okay. You just don't. Um, so they were adamant not to allow myself to be biopsied. So when I got to his office and I was talking to him, you know, his first thing was to talk about normal procedural avenues, which would be a biopsy. And I was just like, oh, hell no. Um, I was like, no. And, and, uh, when he started explaining things, I got a little defensive because I know what I know and I'm not folding on what the fuck I know. And immediately my ancestor on my grandmother's side, my um, one of my elders, uh, because they're from the top, like where the shoulder area is, 
um, they came right into the room almost instantly, like literally just stepped right down and was standing in the room off to the left of me between me and the surgeon and, and, and was just standing there. And, and, and it was that I wish a fucking bitch would kind of energy. Like you will not fucking poke that fucking hole, you know, like you will not like he, he was adamant, uh, and he was in that room and he was like, no, um, and it was an experience. And then they got to show me like how I, that same energy has affected other individuals in my life in the past, which I never even was conscious aware of it. But I would hear about certain things and people would be afraid to tell me other things. And and I get it. I do. It's kind of scary, I guess. But for me, it's not because this has been my entire fucking life. I don't know any other way of living. I'm not taught by someone. I didn't learn this in classes. This is my birth, right? This is who the fuck I am. The way that people do the things that they do because they're just normal human beings and and that's who they are. I do what I do because I am a normal person and this is my fucking birthright. This is a part of my soul. This is who I am. I signed my contract just like all you motherfuckers before you came into this world and I agreed to go through certain experiences and unfold in certain ways and cross paths with certain individuals so I can become the individual that I am and will continue to grow into regardless of who the fuck is throwing snakes in my motherfucking garden period end of story um and newsflash to the motherfuckers who like to throw uh these these binding spells on me where you are permanently attached to my flow um you do that again and you're gonna get sick because I have uh, that veil around me now, right? And it's almost like the way that my ancestor knew to grab which berries from which berries, like which ones are poisonous and which ones are edible, which cannabis you should be smoking, unlike the indica that is not good for your soul. Um, and, and all that otherness. And, and he literally put up this beautiful veil all the way around me and my children and everything on my path and the people that are supposed to be in my path, you know, that's all protected now on a different level. And, and he's saying that the reason why it wasn't before was because again, I need to go through certain hardships. I need to face certain things. I need to go through certain things with certain individuals who need to do the things that they need to do. Not because I need to learn that karmic lesson and I need to suffer some more, but because those individuals have karmic lessons to fucking learn. And I just happen to be the tool that the divine used to, uh, put them in that dynamic right it's like they're not willing to change and and, um that's what it means to be a light worker that's why empaths are always talking about why do I always get the fucked up people why am I always drawn to the assholes why do I always date the narcissist you know why 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 and 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 that is why we light workers empaths healers you know all the fucking bullshit ass names that we throw on this amazing opportunity to just say my birthright my birthright allows me to do 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 13 14 15 16 17 18 19 20 different things that's my birthright that's not your birthright that's my birthright understand you can't take what's not yours. That's like walking up to someone and injecting them with a syringe and drawing out their fucking blood and injecting it into your body and thinking 
that you would be able to embody and be the same person as that individual, which is what people have been doing with these energetic cords. You know, like I said to a client the other day, I walked by somebody in the mall who uh, was involved with someone that I had been involved with. And I thought the motherfucking female had cloned me. Her hair was like mine, the, the like everything, the essence. I, I looked at her and took a double take, like, what the fuck is going on here? You know, um, and, and then it's like the comments that my daughter makes, like so-and-so who used to be like so-and-such is now acting just like you and you're more mimicking so-and-so. And I'm sitting here and I'm laughing and I'm like, oh yeah, but nobody believed me when I was saying that this shit was going on. Um, and, and that's fine because now I see it, they all see it, and I have to wait for everybody else to see it so that people understand witchcraft is a real thing. You are really conjuring entities and you're sending them out there. You know, you didn't attach no fucking tree trunk size cord to me. You sent an entity to attach a tree trunk size cord to me. That wasn't you. You're not powerful. You work with low vibrational energy that can do things that you can't. Um, and that's dangerous. Not so much for me, but more so for you. And again, my ancestor kept saying, you're going to go through certain things. We're going to allow certain things to affect you. And it's not because you deserve to suffer or you deserve the things that are happening to you. It's because those people need to go through what they're sending out so they understand not to do it again. And if they do it again, the second time around, the third time around, you know, uh, it doesn't matter everything's catching up to everyone at this point, right? Like my grandfather said, he, he would come to me before when he first died and he's like, oh, the shovels are going. They're still digging, they're still digging. And then he came and he was like, the shovel stopped. They're not digging. What they've already done is still in motion on some degree, in some ways for some people, but they're not digging anymore. You know, it's like the people who were smoking, 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 they finally quit and all of a sudden they got so fucking sick. It's no different. You were digging, 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 you finally quit and now you're going to get so fucking sick. And that's because of everything that got thrown out. Every attempt that was ever made. They don't judge you just on recent actions per karmic cycle. They judge your entire soul. Your soul from past lives, future live intentions and motives that you're setting in this life. Like, it, it, it's really deeper than what people think. You know, karmic energy, you really want to follow those principles of mayat. And I know it's so hard. I'm not, I'm not challenging that. I really know how hard it is. Um, but... That's really the key here. And, and I'm not saying you'll get the enlightenment and, and all that beautifulness, but you will in the next life. If not towards the end of this life, definitely in the next life. And, and I know that sucks, but um, there's layers and levels to this shit. And you have to deal with past life karma. You have to deal with ancestral karma. You know, no matter how many times you reincarnate or where in the world you reincarnate, those karmic cycles follow. They follow. Um, you always reincarnate into your same lineage, regardless of where it is in the world, which is why I'm so grateful that I am um, multi. I have all four human races in me. 
because that means I can reincarnate anywhere and any given lifetime and have any type of different experience and I'm not limited. You know, um, people, people are so fixed on dating the, uh, inside their race and I'm not challenging them to each their own, but those same people look at me and they're like, you know, I want what you have. I only have what I have because I come from all four human races. I only have what I have because I agreed to to be that that individual before I was born when I signed my soul contract. And I don't care what anybody thinks about anything that I just said. That shit's real. And I'm not delusional and I'm not sick and I don't need to be in a crazy home and I do affect people on a deeper scale and I can do incredible and amazing things. And that's because I don't get caught up in the physical realm. I don't worry about what my neighbors are doing. I don't give a fuck about what other people are wearing. I don't care what car you're driving. That shit don't matter to me. I don't care what you do, how you do it, why you do it. Well, maybe the why or when you do it. I stay in my own fucking lane and I, I flow to my own vibration. You know, um, people like to do things to try to trigger me. You know, they'll they'll sit there and they'll, they'll go out and buy a car better than the one that I want. Or, you know, like uh, my old neighbor would hear my daughter say she wanted a certain tablet or a certain cell phone. And then she'd run out and go grab it for her daughter before I could get it for my daughter and then kind of put it in her face. That's, that's what the average individual is about. I don't, I don't vibrate like that. And because I don't vibrate like that and I don't allow myself to care about the bullshit out there, that is why I've been able to ascend the way that I've been able to ascend and I'm able to connect the way that I'm able to connect. I went within. I don't go without. I don't follow religion. I follow my spirituality, right? What my ancestors give me, teach me, show me, be still in me is what I radiate outwardly. And and for people to want that, you would need to go internally and really work on yourself, really see yourself for who you are. Stop trying to take from other individuals and the way that they vibrate and pull from yourself. Ask your ancestors to bestow you with with morals, values, and principles of your lineage so that way you can vibrate on a certain level. You know, that's that's something that you need to do. I can clean your chakras. I can balance them. I can charge them. I can align them. I can clean your aura, every single fucking layer of it. I can do incredible, amazing things for you that can put you in a better uh, vibrational state to speak with your ancestors and uh, flow differently so that way you vibrate high enough to channel um, powerful energy. I can uh, I can influence you to become um, a vessel. I can transfer energy to you, but make no motherfucking mistake, you will never be able to conquer me in a way that takes my essence and puts it within yourself. And and the energy that you siphon from me isn't even my energy. It's the outer parts, right? Like we don't touch the energy from the sun. We get the rays that actually affect us from the sun after it's traveled for an extended period of time. It's no different. You're not going to get the true core essence of me. You're just getting the external rays that radiate from me. Um, and that's unfortunate for you because you're stunting your own growth. You don't know what you're capable of and what you could do and how much lineage you have tied to you because lineage is not 
a part of your physical body. Lineage is your soul's DNA. It's, it's not physical DNA. It's soul DNA, which is why um, we always cross paths with people like life partners and stuff. And we, we, I've known you in another world. I swear to God, we know, we, you know, we have so much in common and all this otherness. Um, it, it's attached to our soul. It's a part of our soul. Our soul is what creates the DNA. It, it goes really deep and I don't want to get into it because it's not relevant for morning messages. But that has been my morning. And again, I jumped on this podcast hours into my downloads of information. And I call them downloads because that's what the average term is on social media. And I want people to understand the things that I'm saying. Um, But basically, my spiritual um, information that I received, my clarity, my understanding, my um, messages of guidance and wisdom from my ancestors uh, was really beautiful and really intense and very valid because everything they were saying was just basically an explanation of what I've been experiencing um, right across the board. Clients, uh, family members, old friends, um, friends of friends. You know, I did. I joined a dating website and some dudes walked by me at the school and it was like, yeah, I recognize your picture. I didn't click on you for a reason. Um, I don't like shit like that. You know, it's like when I, my kids were younger and I'd be walking around with my kids and, you know, my daughter would feel the need to always walk behind me. And my son was always like a fucking pit bull staring at motherfuckers. And then we'd get in the car and they'd be like, did you see that guy staring at mom's butt? I was going to walk up to him and go off, you know, and and the kids would sit in the back seat, kind of like venting about all of the shit that they experienced and saw and how it pissed off at me them. And, And it's like, I'm in a fucking school with my fucking son on parent-teacher conference, and you felt the need to make yourself visible to me. Um, not interested. Not interested. And I know that that's the average way that people meet people. It's like by coincidental, like in the supermarket and all that bullshit. But for me, I don't like that. I don't want that. Like if I'm out running errands, the last thing I want to do is be slowed down because somebody has interest in me um, or because somebody wants to talk to me. Like I don't play that game. I don't play that game at all. I'm straightforward, very direct communication. I don't like that nonsense. Don't fucking waste my time. Don't don't be like, oh, I'm, you know, shopping here too. No, you want to talk to me? You know how to reach me. You know how to inbox me. My fucking phone number is all over the goddamn internet. My email is on the internet. There's so many ways to communicate with me without doing it while I'm in the middle of running my errands. I don't go out in public to fucking look for a lover. I don't go out in public to socialize with people. I go out in public and do what the fuck I got to do so I can get back home and get back to whatever it was I was working on. And I know that's not the way that I'm supposed to be vibrating, but I got shit to do, right? It's like when I was at work and I had clients after work all the time. And and, and if I wasn't trying to meet with clients, I was running home to try to work on my business and, and get my business plans down and, and do all that stuff. Somebody made a comment to me and they were like, wow, all you do is work. And, I, and I'm looking at her and I meant to say it internally, but I accidentally said it externally. But I was just like, yeah, I'm not trying to be fucking mediocre. I'm a fucking mom. Like, I'm not trying to be somebody's just, just, just somebody's fucking wife. I'm a fucking mom. I'm trying to raise that bar so my kids can excel and supersede anything that I can ever do. Right? Lead by example. I'm trying to fucking make something of myself so that way I don't have to go through the normal ebbs and flows like everyone else. I'm not trying to be normal. 
I'm not fucking normal. I'm the furthest thing from fucking normal. You know, people will be fantasizing about me while they're intimate with their lovers and then not even realize that I can fucking experience everything that you're doing. And then sometimes I'll actually go and actually want to see what the fuck you're fantasizing about. And I'll be conscious in your fantasy. And they'll be like, that shit felt so fucking real. And I'm looking at them and, and, and they're like telling me that it's something that it's not. And I'm like, you fucking motherfucker. Yeah, I opened my eyes and I looked at your fantasy and I got to see the things you were fantasizing about. That doesn't mean I was a willing participant. That means I was a conscious participant. People fantasize about other individuals every fucking day, all day long. And those people don't even know. I do. Each and every fucking time. Each and every fucking time. There was a period where I couldn't even sleep in my own bed because I was bombarded bombarded with so much external energy. And it was just like, I don't want to deal with that shit anymore. I don't like it. It's disrespectful to me. And I know that I can't say anything because it's human nature. And it's very common. And it happens all the time. But for me... It's disrespectful, especially when those people are uh, related to individuals that I know, especially when when those people are people I have to engage with on a daily basis. It's like going to work knowing that your boss had pictured you while having intimacy with his wife the night before. It's, It's awkward. And then people wonder why, like, I keep my mouth shut at work and I just focus on my work and hurry up and get the fuck out of there. People don't understand how many layers and levels there is to this shit. So for people to walk around and be like, I want to be just like you, I get that. Because when I first started awakening up, and I don't mean like, you know, as a child, people would say things because I was doing weird things and, and they couldn't wrap their minds around it. I'm talking like when my grandmother died and triggered me and was like, it's time to start working. Like it's time to step into service. Waking up for me is not just ex- accepting what the fuck I am and how I do it, but consciously being in service not just being in service but consciously being in service that's what waking up really means it means okay I can't just dance with the idea that there's more to this life anymore I actually have to do something with it I'm gonna make sure I do the best thing possible with it that's what waking up that is what the awakening is about it's it's actually consciously being in service versus being in service um by the divine and not even knowing about it, right? Coincidences? Fuck you. I don't care what anybody says. I don't believe in coincidences. The divine crosses paths with people for a reason. For a reason. To trigger you in some kind of way for whatever reason that needs to be. I don't know. I don't care. But it is never a coincidence. And I know that for fact. I don't believe in coincidences. Everything happens for a reason. I've seen it firsthand. And it doesn't matter if it takes five years for that reason to unfold. Everything happens for a reason. You accidentally bump into people for a reason. People seek you out for a reason. Not always good. And it's not always, oh, I just was on Google and you were the first person that showed up. No. So-and-so I know 
knows so-and-so that you know, and -and so-and-so wants me to get close to you so I can learn from you, so that way I can give it to so-and-so, so so that way so-and-so can continue to confuse so-and-so and and make them think that they're the ones that are actually so-and-such, when in all actuality, it is you. Again, we spent a lot of time removing energetic cords that got as big as uh, a tree trunk, And we spent a lot of time putting up this incredible, amazing veil, just like they showed me for the garden. And I'm not tolerating the fucking bullshit anymore. I'm not playing nice anymore. My ancestors are here and my ancestors have full consent to defend me at any given time, for any given reason, to any given person. Do not touch my energy. Do not disrespect me. And do not fucking come from one of my children. I'm not kidding. That's morning messages. That is morning messages. It is okay to admire someone. It is okay to want to embody the things that they have going on for them. But to want to take from them instead of wanting to work on yourself, wanting to take what is their birthright because you don't know how to tap into your own energy and find your own path and radiate your own light, which you have no idea might be fucking beautiful as fuck. And you'd never know because you were so busy trying to siphon other people's shit. That's not tolerated. And that instant, oh my God, she got wicked aggressive towards me. And oh my God, I could feel her rage in that room. That's not my rage. That's my ancestor. That's my ancestor waiting for you to do something stupid so he can follow you around and destroy your motherfucking happiness when you least expect it. It's the Medusa. It's the Medusa energy where people think you have snakes flowing all from all around you and in all actuality, your ancestors are that close to you. And they're very protective over their descendants. They're very protective, of, you know, like a mother is over their child. That's how your ancestors are over you. Very, very protective. You will not wrong me. You will not deceive me. You will not try to hurt me. And you will not try to fucking con me. And when you do, and my ancestors go and see you, you better know the only way you're getting rid of that shit is to confess. Confess thy sin. The same, that's where that shit comes from in the church. (laughs) People don't realize that, but that's where that comes from. Back in the day, when Medusa stepped on the scene uh, as one with her ancestors and people started fucking with her, her ancestors didn't turn them into stone. They either died, they got put into comas, they they got sick, they got paralyzed, um, you know, all kinds of stuff happened to them, misfortunes would happen to them, and that's why people didn't look her in the eye anymore, because they were worried about their true intentions towards her being revealed. People don't know the truth. They hear the bullshit stories that other people told because people don't want to accept the truth. That there could be someone so heavily connected to their ancestors that they are so divinely protected. There's no more 3D people. We're on the fifth dimension. I don't care what anybody says. You're going to see that shit. Everyone walking this fucking earth is now psychic. Everyone walking this earth can now do mediumship. 
that shit is not special anymore. That's the new norm, new normal flow. So tap into your own shit, focus on your own self and stay off of other people's flow.